Hi, and welcome to 10 out of 10 would recommend with your host, Gina, again on first chair. I get to start whoop the intro. <laughs> Moving up in the world. Moving up in the world. And my best friend all day, every day. It's Talani. Hi, everyone. How are you? You know, I'm actually... Why are you acting okay, like you were annoyed with me? Um, I think Gina hasn't spoken to me all week because the last time you <laughs> said I ended it by saying that I didn't like her when I first met her. And that really hurt my feelings, as you can imagine. Because you're a liar because you also years. didn't like me. I weren't sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You wasn't sure. Weren't Here's sure. the thing, right? Sure. Like, um, I don't know if other races do this. And if it's... Okay, do you know what? I know it is deep down rooted in some sort of anti-blackness. It's anti-blackness like for real. Yeah, there is, there is Everything something there. always goes back to anti-blackness. Yeah, there is something deep down that when we really like go into it, there is a reason why this has happened. But I'm sure many of you have gone, done this thing where you've gone into an office or gone into a new school or gone into somewhere new and there's another black girl. Yeah, just one. <laughs> just just one. one, because why would there be more? You're in England, damn it. <laughs> so there's another black girl. And you've like walked in and like you're kind of like giving each other the like, hmm. Just trying to figure each other out. out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly it. That is exactly and it. And we like, we're on the same kind of like team or whatever, mm. kind of. Yeah, And we're of. sat near each other. Yeah. So that's all it was. And I worked you up quite quickly. And by the time we went to LA together, I was like, do you know what? I do love this girl. This girl is, this, <laughs> she's my friend. And you went past being a work friend to being an actual friend. Yeah, we are actual friends. Uh, you also forget to mention that part of the reason I probably escalated to actual friends is because you fainted on the way there. Oh my and God. I saved you. <laughs> Gina thought I died on the plane. <laughs> This girl has died on the way to LA. And I don't know what I'm going to say because I don't know any of our other friends. But that's a story for another day. I'm glad yeah. that we're the best of friends now. Honestly, it is a blessing. Thank you for saving my life that day. Um, you should introduce your work friend. Yes. Speaking of work friends, speaking of work friends, world colliding. I'm so excited for our guest because... This person is my closest work friend. His name is Rich Hawkins. He works at Netflix. He looks after all of our fantastic YouTube content for Netflix UK. Rich, please say hello. Hiya. You all right? (laughs) You're all right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Gina, Gina, I liked you from day one. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) No, but did you, Rich? Did you? No, he did. No, I actually did. I was... (laughs) She walked in like a vision and I went, yeah, that's the one. Do you know what? I felt a bit of envy because I think there was like not long after she joined the Netflix team, like she posted a picture of you and her and I was like, who's he, who's he meant to be? <laughs> ben did the same thing, you know. He was like, who's this? I'm sorry. <laughs> did we discuss you having new friends? Yeah. But I heard you're cool people. He's great. Rich is the okay. best. So Rich, um, how are you feeling first about coming on our podcast? Do you listen to 10 out of 10 would recommend? I do listen to 10 out of 10 would recommend. I mean, obviously I work in Netflix, I'm with you, so there's a slight level of obligation to it. But um, I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan. Thank you. I'd like to think that by the end of this, I will be your second favourite white man comedian. That's the goal <laughs> with this today. <laughs> After Michael McIntyre. Yeah. Like, it's it's a big ask. It is. Because I haven't no, laughed a, yet. Not a comedian. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> laughed yet, Rich. <laughs> Listen, we're working on it. We're two minutes in. Give me a break. <laughs> laugh and you see michael had me at zero seconds bro. Michael <laughs> said hello and i was like oh my god michael you're so funny so i'm just saying what do you do at netflix rich 
I make YouTube videos, so I make a lot of like, you know, those things that are like every time X said X to X in X, you know, that kind of like mm. um, basic stuff. So I do that. And then I make like things that Reddit go nuts for. Often they don't go nuts for it, but that's the goal. So like explaining the end of stuff, explaining Easter eggs, explaining hidden shit, like all the fun YouTube fun stuff. Oh, what's the best Easter egg in a, on the show that you can say? I mean, I feel like the hidden ghosts in The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor are like really peak. And these are always more. Like every time yeah. you watch it, you're like, oh, I, miss- I actually put the video out and we missed about 10. Like, I love that. <laughs> Wait, where yeah, were the hidden? I didn't see any ghosts. Oh my God, they are everywhere. So they're all really? just like little, all little girls, just, well, they're probably not, but li- like lingering in the background behind and curtains, so many under the sink, everywhere. They are all I over it. I never noticed any of that. Well, if you subscribe to Netflix UK on YouTube, you'd have a... <laughs> you'd have actually seen it. If you see the work that I do every week, every day, you'd have actually seen it. Oh my God, that is so interesting. So like, because you both work at Netflix, I kind of have to ask like as a viewer of Netflix, I'm kind of like, you know, behind the scenes hidden information that you guys will have that I won't have first and foremost I mean this is a big question for me how do you know when you've got a tv show that's gonna bang like when it's like the streets are gonna love this one uh do you know what I'll take a stab at answering I honestly feel like because for a lot of us we are just as much like Netflix fans as everyone else and so I do feel like there's not like a sometimes there's not like a magic formula it kind of is just like if you if you really like it, you fall in love, fall in love with the show. It's likely that it's probably going to do amazingly. And then sometimes you might not miss it. You might you might miss it, and then it gets driven to you by conversation. Like I feel like that would happen whether we worked at Netflix or not. I don't know if there are people who are maybe there are, but I I don't feel like I'm somebody who would say like I'm an expert at predicting when a show is going to bang. It's just usually that it's really entertaining and it like you know ticks all the boxes that a lot of people would want to get ticked, and then. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, like it like some of them like hit in different ways, right? So like some shows are just not very good and the acting's appalling and you're like, well, this is never gonna do anything. But then other shows are you're like the acting's not the point, you know what I mean? So it's like actually this is hammy on purpose and it's great and it just like hits you in that way. So I feel like you just like watch it and you can just tell. I reckon within like 10, 15 minutes, you're like, this is either a great show or this is gonna do nothing. My favourite kind of shows, though, are the ones where, like, I will say personally for myself, Love is Blind. I came into that oh my God. when every when the internet had already been like yeah. watching it and, and the internet had already been telling me about it. And I, I, I like that kind of more because I get to come at it as, like, somebody who doesn't work at Netflix and I'm just mm. generally really enjoying it. And I just so happen to work at Netflix and can then work on making content for it. But I was like, what? This, yeah. I am so sad that this wasn't happening when Love is Bind was on because I had a take on it every single time. <laughs> like, I've got big takes on it because that, oh, that show. What I love as well is um, when when you personally watch a show, you must do this, Gina, and you watch it and you're like, this is going to be the fucking one. And then no one else agrees and it's completely yes. like no one's really paying attention to it and then it launches and it's enormous and i'm just going to say now that i called tiger king really early you did and nobody really did. nobody else really cared about it like a little gang of us were like this is going to be it and then what happened it's the defining thing of 2020 not in the world obviously it's weird because i haven't still haven't watched tiger king i've watched two episodes and i kind of like i didn't love it 
But that's only because I went into it after all of the hype. And sometimes I hate when that happens. Yeah. Because I had such big expectations for it. And I was like, I went to watch it. And I was like, oh, I don't love this. But what I have loved is all the memes. Mm. And all the songs and all of that yeah. the social commentary that's come after it. Yeah. And I kind of have another show that I feel like has kind of been amazing with that, which is Emily in Paris. I yeah. watched this show and was like, this is going to be shit. <laughs> like, and <laughs> it kind of is, but also it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, I I want to no, normalize allowing you know normalize liking shows that don't necessarily have to have like ten million takes in it. Normalize yeah. shows that are like more laid back. Yeah. Normalize liking those; they're valid. You're valid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? When I first watched season one of Selling Sunset, people told me, "Oh no, I'm not interested in watching that. It looks boring." It looks... I knew Selling Sunset was a banger. I knew Selling Sunset was a banger. I, I I called that from the beginning. From the beginning. So yeah, you're valid. Emily in Paris, yeah, it might not be the most astute, but it's great. It's same. Yeah, and I'm not going to be embarrassed to say I really enjoyed it. Because you know, you feel like sometimes you can't mention, what are your guilty pleasure shows that you're like, everyone's going to think I'm an idiot by how much I love this show? I quite love it, like a, a tea time terrestrial telly reality show. So I'm talking about like maybe four in a bed or, you know what I mean? That vibe yeah. where it's just like, yeah. just I just love that. I can watch that yeah. all day. I hear you, coach Just, trip, that kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly that vibe. Coach mm. trip was so good. But I'm not embarrassed about that. <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to claim it. Yeah, I'm not embarrassed by coach trip. And it was nothing, wait, was it four in the bed when they will go to different like Airbnb? So they all Airbnbs. go to, Airbnb, to different B&Bs and yeah, then they bed swap. And breakfast and yes, yes. And it's yes, the same yes. every time. It's like they they find a hair in the beds. They have a, yeah. someone has a bit of a Barney in the pub and then the next day they like slag off the bacon and then they all go home. It's just, it's it's exactly <laughs> the same every episode. Slag off the bacon. It. I love that so much. I reckon mine is probably made in Chelsea, you know. Oh my really? god! I, I, absolutely. I did not see he was a major Chelsea person. That's the thing. What? That's what. That's why I don't. I never mentioned. No one would ever guess. I absolutely love it, and it's every. It's the complete. It couldn't be further from me as a person. From like what my other stuff that I watch with, but love it. And then during lockdown, I like caught up with like five seasons that I'd missed, and now I'm like obsessed with it again. I go on their Instagrams. Like, um, oh, I do, I do things like that. I go on Instagram to find out what's exactly happening. What's going life. on? Like, yeah. you know, our salmon. I'm trying, yeah. I do that. I also have a Married at First Sight. My God. Oh my God, shows. I really want to. But what is that? It's on TLC. It's TLC show, isn't it? Um, it's on Channel 4. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It is. I know everything that's happened with everyone. Yesterday, because I kind of watched the whole season last night because I've got nothing to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have, but I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd rather do this. Um, and I watched an entire season and then I spent about two hours after on everyone's Instagram pages to see who's stood together. I mean, it doesn't work. But would you guys ever do Married at First Sight? So the premise of it is that you meet someone and you get married to them. You meet someone at the altar. Like that, that day is when you meet someone. But you've been matched by experts. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Would you? Just me, I'm desperate, you know, from. I was going to say, just to find a man or what's going on. <laughs> it's about that time. Lockdown two's coming. I need a man. Let's go. Rich? I mean, I am married, so it would be a, it'd be a different show. I would be like divorced and married at first sight. Um, How long were you together before you got married? Oh, like seven or eight years. Oh, oh, wow. You loved the person and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah we were like fully committed, you know. Oh, it, was, it was contract. <laughs> I think I probably would do that because I feel like um, I, you could probably guess like who I fancy. Just you meet me once, you can probably figure out, you know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, 
Why not? If I if okay. I ever get divorced, as and when. <laughs> Gina, you know Rich, because you reckon you can set him up. He's got a husband. Yeah, if he had didn't. Yeah, for like, now. Do you know no, what his type is? <laughs> do, you know, like, do I do I think that I could set Rich up? Hmm. Or is his husband who you think you could set him up with? I mean, the thing is, I fancy everybody like absolutely everyone it is a <laughs> so, like, anyone who is like male identifying i'm in so yeah. like it's really hard <laughs> <You've got me. laughs> the spectrum is broad yeah I, hmm. I reckon do you know what i'd probably do a better job i'd have a stab at doing it for both of you to be honest what t would you get married at first sight no god you're too good for getting married at first sight oh yeah no, bloody I hell no, I why I'll date at first sight. Does that is that show? That's that's literally what dating is. What is You've just invented human interaction. <laughs> what? I don't know. Put it to Netflix. Dating at first sight. Let's see how it goes. We'll see. We'll Why see. would you do it? I don't know. I just think marriage is a massive deal. Mm, yeah, good point. So just yes. kind of just do it as if it's like a cup of tea. Like it's just it's a massive deal. But do you know what show I would do, which is on Netflix, a dating show? It's the, oh, would they have one night with four, three different dates? Dating around. Dating around is such mm. a good show. So why would you do that and not? I haven't seen it. Because it's just like dating in real life. But you get like four dates in the same night. I'm up for anything. Put me in any dating show at this point. Put me in any, all the dating <laughs> shows and I will be there. All good, all good. I mean, that's good to know. Um, but another show that has kind of, I've seen everywhere that's been a massive hit is um, Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Men are going to come along and want to teach you things. Doesn't make them any smarter. You just let them blow by and you go on ahead and do just what and how you feel like. Someday you're going to be all alone. So you need to figure out how to take care of yourself. Tell the readers of life how it feels and to be a girl. Among all those men... I don't mind it. Chess isn't always competitive. Chess can also be beautiful. This is the show that I tried to sell to yourself and the Receipts Girls yes. um, about the chess prodigy. And I did a terrible job, as usual. No one's surprised. I mean, I'm into this show, but I do still think that it's a hard sell. And, I, that, and that's why I think that people are surprised that they like it so much. Like when I see people talk about it online... Because uh, like even Stephen King, like he was talking about it, like all Ooh. these people saying, oh, yeah, it's really great. Like one of the best shows that I've watched this year, like our Instagram Ooh. posts are like talking about how much they love it. <clears throat> but there is that level of surprise. And I do think it's because that base level logline of a girl playing chess. Yeah. So it's it not, is like a yeah. barrier for people. It's do you not know? sexy, it's like, is it? It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Um, it's a barrier for people. And even though, you know, she's troubled, you know, she's extremely troubled. Um yeah, there is that the way you're just like, mm. but um, Anya Taylor Joy does a, a great job in it. A great job in it. I was like fully not when when they were telling us because they tell us about shows like what like three months in advance or whatever. Oh, do they? And yeah, and they were telling us about them, and yeah. I just heard that and was like, oh, I'm so out. Like this is just not for me. This sounds like really serious. Like I'll probably win loads of awards and all that kind of stuff, but like not for me. And then then I did start watching it, and I was like, no, actually, like if we could remove chess from it, it would be absolutely like you'd, everyone would be in. So I'm very glad it's doing really well because I think it deserves to, you know? Yeah. No, I do really like it. So I really liked the first three episodes and then I kind of got bored of it. Mm. But I'm going to try to get back into it. 
Because you know what it is? I really liked it when she was a kid. I've got to think about watching Troubled Kids because I think I want to fix them. And then when she grew up, I was like, oh, you're not, you're not special. We're all troubled adults. Yeah. <laughs> you're not true. special. <laughs> We've all got trauma. So oh, what? You drink. A drinking problem. Join the fucking club. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, man, this is not that exciting anymore. So I was kind of like, man. So I'm up to the bit. Yeah, I think I'm on like episode five, which is a full on like drinking problem adult now. So it's kind yeah. of like not that interesting. I really lo- love the um, orphanage times. I thought that was really good. I did too. I thought that was done really, really well. The little girl who plays... Um, her young like as young her Anya the younger version yeah is um great yeah she's yeah. really really good I hate child actors as well like exclusively really? will not watch something with child actors but she's really good like she's the exception to the rule I think why do you hate child actors oh don't you think they just ruin everything I like the <laughs> I really like the um UK TV approach you know like when in the old soaps and whatever they just send them to the kitchen to get a biscuit and just like get them out the way and then the grown-ups can chat like I would do that with every every show but she she does she does all right also Queen's Gambit is that guy the guy from Love Actually yes Okay, cool. I saw his face. I was like, where do I know him from? I was like, oh, yeah. he looks the exact same, but in adult form. Like his face yeah, he is does. the exact same. It's so weird, but just like with a moustache. Like, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah, Tom, Thomas Brody Sangster, I think is how you pronounce his name. Oh, okay. Has he done other things? Because I feel like I've seen him in Love Actually and then this, and he must have had a 25-year gap. He has <laughs> done other things. He has. Um, and a couple of them are on Netflix, but I, was it, I can't one. remember the name of them. So oh, just fun. type his name into Netflix and it will come up because Netflix is good like that. Actually. So how many recommendations? Because you take people's recommendations, don't you? Yeah, but not the messes, you know? Right. Okay. I like to be unique in my viewing. Do you know what it is? I hate shows that people make their personality. Okay. Go away. Game of Thrones is definitely that kind of show. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not watching this. That is definitely, yeah, like yeah, this okay. Kind of like a, a TV show that you had nothing to do with. You didn't write it, you didn't produce it. You wasn't even there when they were filming it. Why is it a big part of your personality? <laughs> what has it got to do with you? <laughs> it reminds me of those people that dance really hard in the club. Like, did you make this song? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so connected to it? Is it your song? No, it's not. It's <laughs> a get lost. Yeah. That's how I feel. Wait, why is that so angry? <laughs> Why are you dancing so hard? It's not even your song. Okay, do you know what? This is a good question, yeah. What, if you had to choose one TV show to be, like, that sums up your personality, to make your personality, what TV show would it be? doesn't have to be on Netflix. Obviously, we're all older than the conception of Netflix, but what would it be? Okay, so I think I'd go from, like, I'd do a young Taina. Do you remember Nickelodeon's Taina? Oh, yeah, when she was a pop star. Yes. Oh, oh, and so she was a pop good. star that also had to live an everyday normal life and I'm like oh my that god was so good <laughs> it was so yeah. good she she walked so Miley Cyrus could run for real yeah literally Hannah and now sorry. I can't wait to see my name in lights no one's gonna stop me you'll see I will Taina. go far Taina I think it'll be that and insecure for me Ooh, good one. those will be my personalities what would yours be? I feel like I'm such a basic gay at this point that like, really, anything with like strong female leads and or drag queens. So it's so okay. basic because it becomes like Sex and the City, Drag Race, maybe like, um, I quite like EastEnders for the matriarch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Okay, in terms of like my personality or like things I like or vibe, honestly, I think it would be one-on-one. I don't know why. I just, oh. I'm going to say that. I think it is one-on-one. No, oh my God, why am I lying? It's the Parkers, obviously. 
Of course, it's the Parkers. Oh it's my god, definitely the Parkers. That is perfect. You and your mom. Oh my god, that is actual perfect. Hey, Professor Ogilvy. Hey, Professor Ogilvy. Oh my god, so I've been oh. out with Gina and her mum. No, that is it. That is it. I went shopping with Gina and her mum, and they are the Parkers. Oh, so oh my god, that is actually perfection. I know it actually. That's why I love that show so much. Oh, brilliant. Oh, so um, great. So last episode, me and Gina went into one about Christmas and we're in November now, so it feels safe. Like Halloween's mm-hmm. done. We can mm-hmm. pop her like M- Mariah Carey's like tweeting. Yeah, Mariah Carey's like, it's time. She's out. <laughs> She's making her money again. It's all, mm-hmm. it's all going well. It's definitely Christmas time. And um, yeah. Christmas um, looks a bit different this year. It does. I mean, apparently we're all working hard to save Christmas, but it cannot be saved at this point. <laughs> What's coming out on Netflix at Christmas? What we're watching on Christmas Day, especially if you might actually be alone, not with your family, because Rule of Six is a thing that might be a thing. I know. Sorry, I didn't make it. I didn't mean to make it sad, but it's a a possibility. Yeah, like if you can't mix households and you're in a household, (laughs) what are you doing on Christmas? What are you watching? Well, I love a Christmas movie. So, like, I I don't. No offense to the Christmas community, but I don't necessarily identify as someone who loves Christmas, but. I love Christmas movies and like honestly the worse the better for me. So I love um so we've got there's loads coming. I mean Holla Holla Date just dropped, which is the first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and then we are just rolling through. There's um Princess Switch Two, which <gasps> I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the first one obviously a hundred times and it's just perfect it's to me. So when good. is that coming out? November nineteenth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my what could they do she, she had a baby what's happened we don't know okay cool i'm so excited i'm so, no excited. I'm so, I'm so excited. excited i'm saving myself for that one um and the other one i actually only watched just last night in prep for this you're welcome um was <laughs> uh, jingle jangle oh my god is it good it's so good once upon a time lived the greatest inventor that ever there was Jeronicus Jangle. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas indeed! Jangle, for the last 30 years, you've been promising something sensational. I need more time. Either come up with the money you've borrowed by Christmas, or show me the revolutionary invention you once promised. I would lose everything. I'm so excited to watch it. It is pure in heart indeed. It's so good. Really it's about let me let me do an exact sum for you so okay. there's a man who is a he's like a he's a magic <laughs> toy maker and he gets his his like designs for his magical toys stolen by his apprentice and then he's on a quest to get them back so he can make toys for all the town i do i do feel like uh the lead has been buried here which is that uh all of the music is produced Part or part produced by John Legend. <gasps> yes, that's very true. Yeah. yeah, I've done a really bad seller, but I've made it sound like a really boring. Why did you not say that first? <laughs> See, you thought I was bad. Between us, we're one good, solid Netflix person. <laughs> I'm really excited to watch it because I do. Even when I, I like had a look at the um, the trailer for it, it was like so exciting, and the music looks so good, and it's got Forrest Whitaker in it, and like, oh, oh it's just so. It just looks so nice. And it's, ah, oh, I just can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. Did you watch Christmas Chronicles last year too? Yeah, yeah. What one is that again? Uh, it had, oh God, Kurt Russell in it? had Kurt Russell, who everyone was calling Daddy Christmas, or the gays were. And then <laughs> it's got, um, who's he married? Uh, oh no. Goldie Horn. Goldie Horn, thank you. Yeah. Oh yes, I did. I did. Yes, 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 I did. Yes. That's coming out yeah. soon too. Okay. Uh, so Christmas Chronicles 2 is coming out. God, yeah. what else we've got? 
Oh, Dolly Parton's mainly, mainly, I think they made this specifically for me. Why are you guys not leading with the leads here? There's <laughs> so many understand. shows. <laughs> there is a lot of Christmas movies coming there's out. Lot, there's a lot. There's okay, a lot. Dolly Parton, tell me about that one. So Dolly Parton is called Christmas on the Square. And it's, um, did you ever see Heartstrings that she did like last year, where it was like no. a little anthology series all about Dolly Parton songs? It's that kind of vibe. It's completely separate to that, but it's that kind of vibe and that it's, she's in it, but she's not like a main character. And she sort of acts like a, it's almost like the world has been taken over by Dolly and she's just overseeing everything. It's just, it's just, it's the, what the world should be, I think. Let Dolly rule. Do you know what, T? I've got a question for you, actually. Because last week or the week before, or yeah. we, who, who even knows, lock, hashtag lockdown, you know. Um, but we were talking about, for rom-coms, for example, like you like the classic tropes of like, you know, the cheating, for example, mm-hmm. or like the... Don't I say I when, like the cheating <laughs> like that. You absolutely love and condone. I'm joking. <laughs> Adulterer. You like the cheating. Um, no, in fact, actually, it was when you, you guessed the plot of Holiday before I could finish because of mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> classic tropes. Uh, and you were spot on, to be honest. Um, like rom-coms, do you like when a Christmas film has all of the classic tropes in it? Like, are you a fan of that or do you like it when they try and be a little bit different? The thing is, I don't know how different you can be. I quite like knowing what I'm expecting. Okay. Like, I know this is going to happen. Or I know at some point, that, like, there has to be a Christmas miracle in every Christmas film or it's not a Christmas film. Yeah. And like right. whatever that Christmas miracle looks like, it's either, I don't know, the poor g- kids get the gift, um, the dad that's always working comes home for Christmas, the parents get back together for Christmas. Mm. And like, do you know, like that kind of like everybody, all the family are together and they fix all of their family traumas and all their problems because, hey, it's Christmas and it's all, you know, lovely and nice. It's yeah. someone gets a date on Christmas Day or someone gets married on Christmas Day. Do you know what I also absolutely love? When they throw a bit of New Year's Eve in there. Why not? <laughs> Oh, do you? Also very important. Don't just end it on Christmas. Very New Year's Eve. Okay. That's interesting. Into it. You're not I love the you. trope. I love the trope of um, you know, in every Christmas film there's always an old man just like slyly walking around the town giving people advice. And at the end he's probably Father yes! Christmas or whatever, you know? Yeah. Or he's magical or whatever. Yes! He's a wizard. But yes! I love that. <laughs> The old man that's on the um, street, like getting money for kids or something, and then yeah. everyone walks past, he'll be, and he says like a profound, like, "Time yeah, is time, but where too, is actually. time?" And then yeah. later on in the film, she understands what he meant by "time is time, but where is time?" Yeah, like like the guy, you know, the guy in um, the man in Home Alone with the shovel, and then it ends up at the end with like his whole family come back, and it turns out he wasn't um, hiding bodies in the snow; he was like clearing it for the neighborhood, and it was just it's such a pure, lovely thing. Good for him. Aww. Yeah, you're right. That's a lovely one. Do you know you don't like the tropes, do you? Um, do you know what? I think I'm 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 starting to thaw out a bit. I was being a bit icy towards um, the Christmas films, uh, but actually, I think I do like that. Like I, I do. My favorite, one of my favorite Christmas films is actually weirdly. This might be a basic choice, but it's a classic. Um, it's Christmas Carol, but not the one no. I was. I loved. I love the Muppets one. Just saying, mm. but um, there's also one that was like a little bit more recent that is animated, and I think it was Jim Carrey as the as Ebenezer Scrooge. Was it Jim oh, Carrey? Oh, yeah, it was. I was going to jump in with something else, but yes, it is that. Yeah, that one. Oh, I just love it, and I also really love Polar Express. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they're not for for, for me. Like my favorite kind of Christmas film or films that make me feel warm inside are ones that are aimed more towards at kids but like animated i don't really necessarily like 
Home Alone's fine, but that's not like my film, you know? Oh, okay. You know what I'm trying to say? So maybe I don't like the tropes. I just like the... If you're going to be like really, really classic, then I'd rather just watch her watch Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, I mean, for me, it's not Christmas until I watch Love Actually. Like, yeah, God, like oh, genuinely. I've got genuinely. a terrible opinion, but I, oh God, I just cannot with Love dare. Actually. I can't. I just cannot with Love Actually. No, it pisses me off so much. I hate this Love Actually it's season. just so good. I just, you're so incorrect, Gina. I'm so sorry. I just, but I can't. It's... But the thing is, I think that what? Love Actually is another show or film or whatever, a film, that uh, people make not necessarily their personality, but you know what I'm, I'm trying to say. Like, no, I don't. We don't. Pre- you do. You we. So it's you. <laughs> so you agree. <laughs> so <laughs> me, you agree. Me, absolutely love it. I think people make it too much of their like thing. Like, oh, it's so such a thing that like, oh, I'm gonna watch Love Actually. So many times, oh, just piss off. Whatever. Do you know what I think, Gina? I'm just gonna just gonna hit you back in the face and say that I think people make not liking Love Actually a personality. Exactly. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair, fair, that's true. So like, oh, that's... I'm above this. Oh. I'm not above love, actually, actually. Um, I'm not... <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm not above love, actually. But do you know what? Maybe for me, it's that same thing that you were saying earlier, Talani, about when everybody is talking about it, it just ends up putting you off. And I, Have I you didn't... seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Of course I've seen it. It's love, actually. I don't know how you can see it and not like it. I didn't dislike it when I first, like, I didn't dislike it, but then it became so much of this thing of, like, every Christmas, there's the same memes with the guy holding up that that board, writing those messages on it. The oh. same memes about, the same scene, to be fair, this, this scene slaps, you know, with, um, em, oh, God, Emma, I can't remember the last name, with the guy. Emma Thompson and the Jodie Mitchell song. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that scene slaps. So I do like the film, but it's just that period of, everyone talking about the same thing year on miss me miss me do you know what scene breaks my heart every single time i watch it do you know in um i think it is it Emma Thompson where she goes to go find her christmas present and she thinks her husband's bought a christmas present and she finds this really lovely bracelet she thinks it's for her and then she opens hers and it's like oh it makes me so sad it's so heartbreaking it's horrible yeah i love do love love actually but the scene that really grinds my tits which is just it's so painful is you know when that stalker guy has filmed kira knightley a lot and then she's watching it and she goes it's me i look quite pretty don't i and it's like yeah because you're kira knightley (laughs) what are you talking about of course you do and it's your wedding day (laughs) i love when like conventionally stunning people are surprised by their beauty oh wow That. I look so good. Sure. I have the opposite. I like walk around life with a level of confidence that far outstrips any level of achievement or appearance. So I just I feel like I identify as Kira Knightley without having any any of the chops. Nothing to I'm back really it into up. That. I, I kind of like that. What do we call it? Is it body dysmorphia? dysmorphia looks yeah. dysmorphia? Yeah. Just like, like I yeah I am very like, good looking. I'm a solid ten. Yeah. And everyone else is like, babe, you're a four. Like. Let's <laughs> <be you." laughs> I am a 10 out of 10 would recommend, actually, I have you know. So, yeah, yeah it's just what I am. Okay, 10 out of 10 would recommend Christmas movie. Oh, what was the one last year with um with with her off of mm, Game of Thrones, maybe? Where it was the George Michael songs? Um, oh, I, I think- know what you're talking about. It had uh, em, em, Emily... <laughs> what? These people... Oh, God, this is painful. Uh, I, I have no idea who you're talking about. Last played- Christmas! Last Christmas! That was so good! <laughs> 
I need everyone to know that um, our producer is literally shouting at us that it was last Christmas and it starred Amelia Clark, not Emily, and Henry Golding. My man. That is that was so that had every single trope going and I loved yeah. all of it. It was so good. And then George Michael as well. So like everything you need. Also, what's this Christmas about? This Christmas is um it's a black Christmas film. Oh. I think it's got Certainly got Chris Brown in it somewhere. It's got like all the like American, like, yeah, exactly. Um, that aside, um, it's, it's like, yeah, it's a black, like, so it kind of feels like soul food, but Christmas. Mm-hmm. Do you remember soul food? Really like black classic years ago. Yeah. yeah and you kind of find out everyone's trauma and like all people. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, it's nice. It's kind of meant to be what Christmas looks like in a black American household. I think it's got Idris Elba in it as well, actually. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Idris is in it. Do either of you have a favourite film to watch at Christmas that isn't necessarily a Christmas film? Um, I always watch the, you know, the cartoon version of the BFG from like the 80s or whatever it was. Because um, when I was a kid, my parents never bought us like videos or anything. So everything was recorded off the telly on tapes. And we had a recording of the BFG and in it had an uh, advert for gravy with that song, um, you go and save the best for last, you know, from her from Ugly Betty. Yeah. And it's oh, yeah, a Christmas yeah. advert. So I like fully, I, I associate that film with Christmas because of that advert. And every time I watch the film, I'm sad that now we have like Netflix and that. So you don't get the adverts. Um, so I watch that every year and it makes me really full of joy. Oh, I'll watch that later, actually. Um, the one I, I mine is, is because of a childhood thing as well. I always watch Mrs. Doubtfire around this time that's a good Um, choice I really really love that film it's mostly because when I was remember when I was younger I used to watch it and be like my dad's gonna do that one day I mean he never (laughs) what be Mrs Doubtfire no and like because he like did it what he was never around I thought one day he's gonna come and dress as like a nanny so he could like be around us no I can't do it honestly I actually will cry Don't do this. Why do you keep bringing us to the therapy sessions here? I can't oh, take it. My eyes have actually rolled up and I sort of think, I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh all, of my da- all my daddy issues are just bubbling up at this uh, point. All like of my really daddy struggling. issues are also <laughs> bubbling up. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did not plan to do that. But I, I always watch you. Like, oh. I think he'd come one day because he like really went to see us so badly who dressed up as a nanny. And he, but he never, so it's fine. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Netflix. Um, Netflix. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Why did I cry on every podcast? What is wrong with me? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay, I'm so jealous okay. of how in touch with your emotions you are. I want to be like that one day. I'm terrible. It's, no, it's insane. It's a bit. It's a bit much. It's probably a bit too much. Do you feel better after that? What crying? Yeah, like when people cry, they feel better, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I do. Feel, I, I cry like just to kind of. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to cry. Wow. Do you? Wow. That's Which so, do you that's... cry or not? Um, I don't really cry ever. So when I do, it really, it really comes out in like a really heavy way. Normally with films or whatever. But you know that crying where you're like, I can't breathe properly yeah. for hours. Yeah. Um, oh, but I don't me. cry. No, yeah, like it's hard work, isn't it? When I was yeah, a kid, I once I used to watch this movie called Stepmom, um, with Susan Sarandon. That's on Netflix now. Oh, great! I watched perfect. it the other night. I actually watched ten it out of ten. Night. Would yeah, recommend. yeah, would recommend that. No, that is a great <laughs> film. I watched it but the other night. I was watching it once, as a, I watched it a lot. And my mum came into my room, and I was doing that hard, hard, heavy crying and like not breathing properly. So she took the video away from me, and I, I didn't see it until I was an adult because she said it was 
this is too much, too much emotion oh. for Susan Sarandon <laughs> as a fictional character. <laughs> you do not know from nowhere. You do not know. <laughs> so, like, let's all come down. She doesn't exist. <laughs> Ah, that's cute. I saw the tweet the other day about you being in production and everyone went insane. The love for you actually like spins me every single time. The love for the characters like he's a stalker who kills, destroys and steals. Why are we all so obsessed and fancying him? so hot though. That's what it is. It shows how disgusting we are as humans. But I do love that Penn Badgley, who plays him, is like, please, please stop this. Like he doesn't, he in no way endorses the amount of love online that is for like Joe Goldberg. He's like, this guy is awful, awful, but everyone loves him. I love you. I absolutely love you. I think it might be my favourite ever Netflix show. Really? really? Maybe. I love it so much. I've never watched a Netflix show quite as like, oh my God, like inject this into me. I want to keep watching this forever. I love you. Oh, that is good. Gina, what's your favourite Netflix original? Do you know what? And this is, I don't think anybody else is going to agree with me here. Well, only because there are so many shows. But since working here, it's got a really special place in my heart. Russian Doll, I absolutely love. I knew you were going to say that. I love (laughs) that show. I will never. Have you seen it, Talani? I've seen the first couple of episodes. Is it the one with the woman in the red hair that's also in, yeah. Orange is the New Black. Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Natasha Leon. I love that show I don't, I don't I actually don't even know why like I love Natasha Leone but I just think it just hits everything for me it's like dark slightly edgy it's about you know coming to terms with like grief and like you know I love all of that mm-hmm. um and and it's like kind of weird you trying to figure out what's going on I really really like it a lot I love it oh, and then second okay. after that actually is a Umbrella Academy I'm a massive fan of that show I I think I still have a love for it because it's generally why I got Netflix Orange is the New Black is yeah. still it's there a good this one. is literally why I got Netflix yeah, yeah. Like it's what yeah, brought me, me onto the thing. Yeah, I was just me like, too. this show is... Big. And then I'd stop... Because I wrote a couple of seasons in, it got quite not great. So then I stopped. And then I watched it, I think, earlier this year. I finished it off and I was like, oh my God, I love... Because like, the characters, I genuinely feel like I know them. Yeah. So yeah, like, I think, I think Orange is like... Maybe maybe that's actually my favourite ever. It's just so good. All those characters you just completely love, even when they're awful. And like just the representation like just yeah. i just love that. that's so good Chen like G. it was Cohen. so yes. like so, so many di- different and i love things with different stories i hate things that are just based on one family and one character i get bored really quickly mm. introduce new people let's see someone else yeah like i love yeah. a bit of that so yeah i would say black is definitely up there for me okay so this week's 10 out of 10 would recommend what are you guys saying what's out what's new what should everyone be watching i'm gonna go with a german show it's called barbarians <laughs> Bist du ein Gott? Nur Götter können man zum Tode fordern. Marmini, Barbaras dir benatus es. Dann den Heisers Pertropust. Warum auch dem Roma? Rex! Lassen wir uns von den Römern unterwerfen? Oder wehren wir uns? Lasst uns gemeinsam aufstehen! I've only just started watching this because it's one of those ones that wasn't really on my radar, but it is um, Barbarian. So it's all about the, it goes way, way, way back into mythology, but like German mythology, which we don't know, I don't know a lot about really. Um, And it's uh, kind of a bit fantasy, a bit action. It's not my usual vibe at all, but it's um, it's really good. The German originals coming out of Netflix are so good. And it's another one that it feels like it's started picking up momentum and people are starting to talk about it and watch it and like, it's doing its thing. It's really good. So yeah, Barbarians for me. 
Ooh. Okay, I'm going to cheat because it's not out yet, but oh well, I can do what I want. My 10 out of 10 would recommend it's coming out next Sunday is The Crown Season 4. You can't That's do really that. Good. Why? They have a whole week to wait for it. You have a whole week to watch all of the three seasons and get prepared for season four. Okay, fair. Two women running the shop. That's the last thing this country needs. Perhaps that's precisely what this country needs. My goal is to change this country from being dependent to self-reliant. And I think in that I am succeeding. Joblessness, recession, crises. It's a dangerous game to make enemies left, right and centre. Do you watch The Crown? No, I don't. I will oh get my into it gosh. eventually, though. No, I, I will do. I promise you, Talani. I know, I know that's another one where there's a lot of hype around it, but I promise you it is so good. And this season is obviously starting, like, it's got Diana in it. So, mm. it, uh, oh. Oh, the good bits. Oh, the black survives. My mum is going to have a field day. She loves that's, that woman. That's what I'm saying. All the aunties, they're coming. They're yeah, coming for, they're coming for Princess Diana. My mum so, yeah. genuinely loves that woman. Yeah, right, okay, my, cool. I remember my mum crying. I remember it. With, have I told you the story? I, no. This is like a big part of my childhood. I wake up on the day Princess Diana died and I went into the living room and all of my, we stayed at my cousin's house that day because we went to go to Alton Towers. And my mum and my aunties were all in front of the telly crying their eyes out. And we, all the kids looked at each other like, oh my God, we're not going to Alton Towers anymore. Because we kind of didn't know what happened. We're like, because we thought someone in the family had died. We were like, oh my God, we're not going to Alton Towers. Like someone's yeah. died. Like we're definitely not going. And then we found out it was Princess Diana. And we were like, are we still going to Alton Towers? <laughs> <laughs> Towers. But to, I always remember it. Like everybody, all my aunties and my mum were just in front of the telly crying their eyes out. And I was like, no, but Alton Towers is really important. <laughs> yeah, but Alton Towers is really important right now. <laughs> okay, I hear you, but Alton Towers. Um, yeah. So yeah, I will, I will actually start watching The Crown. Mine is Grand Army. Have you seen Ooh. any of it? Oh, okay. No, I haven't yeah. seen it. People are loving it. Yeah, I'm into it. It's a lot more political than I thought it would be. But in this kind of like, it's, I know it sounds really dumb, but it's that like political in a way that like smart people talk about politics on Twitter. Like young smart people. Most people, even people who want to help, they don't always understand what some people are up against. I say goodbye to all my sorrows and by tomorrow I'll be It's not too in your face about it. It kind of does like subtle things that you like learn about it. And it's, yeah, I think it's really good. That's what it's, my week been. That's what, what show would, would you be. compare compared Grand Army to? I haven't actually seen any of Grand Army. I don't know. It's like young Americans that are quite smart. Right. And like it deals with issues of like consent and race. Mm. And it's kind of like all of the kind of issues that are facing the world now. But in the view of that generation. Can I recommend one more? That just occurred to me. Yeah. Um, it's called Trial 4. It's a documentary series. It's like eight episodes. And it's about mm. a man who has been on trial for the same murder. This is coming up to his fourth trial. And at the moment, he's out and he's awaiting his fourth trial. So he's interviewed in it. And it tells a story of like his story going back to the 90s where he, uh, I mean, it, somebody um, shot a police officer. So it tells the story, like that story is the kind of main narrative. But then either side of it, you get like information about the kind of culture of 
um, the kind of police culture of, you know, you hold that badge and that's the honour of being in the police on one mm. side. And on the other side is this like huge community who like mistrust the police and the tension between those two things. And it's so good. I'm in like episode four and I'm obsessed with it. So Trial 4 is really good if you want a documentary. These are really good recommendations. Good job, everyone. Yeah, so that's it for this episode. You've got, what have we got? Grand Army, Trial mm-hmm. 4, The Clown that is not out yet, but like Catch Up and Barbarians. Right, okay. Rich, thank you so much for talking thank to you. us. Did you have a good time? It was Did lovely. Did you love it? What a Yay. dream. What a dream. Yay. We all know each other a bit more than we would have done before this. Thank you guys for listening. I have been Talani. I have been Gina and we've been joined by... Rich. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Rich. <laughs> and, Just um, Rich. It, <laughs> if you want to find uh, us, firstly, if you could listen to us, give us a little... Su- su- how do you do it? Subscribe, review? Subscribe, give us a little review on Apple Thank Podcasts. You. Tell us how much you love it. Tell your friends about it. Share it on your Instagram stories. You know, talk about it. Thanks. Yeah, talk about it. Help us out. Help us out. And if you want to find uh, Netflix anywhere, Netflix UK is at Netflix UK on Instagram, on Twitter, Netflix UK on YouTube, and at Netflix on TikTok. And then if you want to find Talani, where are you? I am Tolly T on Instagram and Twitter. I have an idea, guys. Let me know what you think. Um, more social work for you, maybe. But just hear me out. If we were to have a 10 out of 10, we'd recommend hashtag. So listeners can recommend things or they can tell us about things that they've watched that we recommended. If they love it, if they don't love it. I don't know. You guys work at Netflix. Talk amongst yourself and let me know. I think that's a really, really good idea. And let's start doing that. Let's definitely start doing that. Okay. Use the hashtag. Hashtag 1010 would recommend. Give us your recommendations. Let us know how you enjoyed the episodes and this episode. Uh, you can find me at SmileGina, which is G-E-N-A on Twitter and Instagram. Rich, do you want to plug your socials or are you cool? You can follow me at, at Rich Hawkins or on TikTok, I am the boldest bitch. Ooh, <laughs> I love that I name. Love that. It's the best name ever. Oh, that is the best name. Love that name. What's the Netflix YouTube? YouTube.com slash Netflix UK. Cool, amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening and see you guys next week. Thank you.